This is the New How Podcast. Learning to build businesses and real estate in a new age of technology. So today on the New How Podcast, we have Ryan Quinn with us. Welcome, Ryan. Ryan. The great Ryan Quinn. Great Ryan. <laughs> Do I got to put that in the show notes? No, you can you can cut that out. <laughs> I'm just messing around. Ryan, welcome. We're excited to have you here and open up season two in our new podcast lounge. Nice. I call it a lounge, not a studio, but we need some couches, I think. Next time. Next time. Nice. Um, but we like to dive right in the New How podcast. I know a lot of our guests already know that, um, but most of the guests don't know who you are. So we like to give our guests an opportunity to describe who they are, how they came into the podcast today, how we developed that relationship and business. Um, do you mind giving the crowd just like a 30-second, two-minute overview of who Ryan Quinn is? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I, I am a real estate agent here in Philadelphia. Um, my brokerage is Space & Company, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been doing real estate for about 15 years now and primarily uh, concentrating in new construction. And by doing new construction, got to meet with architects, got to do the marketing, and that's how I got in touch with you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to say, God, what was that like? Fourteen, thirteen, six years ago, like probably. That. You know, we, we were barely out of college. Well, well, you did a project on North Third Street. Um, Bodine. What was it? Yeah, Bodine, yeah. North Third. And that wasn't for you. That was for somebody. That was else. for somebody else. Yeah. Yep. But I saw what you guys were doing. And I was like, yeah, that's that's the new way to do marketing. The new how. The, the new how. The new how way. The new how. Good, good and uh, so, yes, yeah, so I reached out to you guys, see what you were about, and that's how we got connected. Cool. And then I think last week you invited me over here. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Just highlight. Give me a highlight. How many new construction homes do you think you've sold in the last 15 years? Oh, Jesus. Now you put me on the spot. Because I know how many people I've maybe fired from my company. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> One to five, somewhere in that zone. Like how many houses have you sold? I'd say on average, like if you take them all together, because you got highs and lows, mm-hmm. you know, you got good years, you got, yeah. you know, struggling yeah. years. I'd say probably about 50 a year. Wow. Okay. So, that's, you know. That's not that much. No. <laughs> it actually <laughs> isn't. It's not. I'm you know, I mean, For you, yeah, by yourself, yeah, it's a ton. Well, yeah, by myself. I don't have a team. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have a team. I like to be the person that developer can pick that's, up the phone and call and contact. That's yeah. a closing, closing I will week. take a closing a week. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's, that's really good. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's, you know, then you have like the, the lean years though. Yeah. But you know, like 2007, that's, 2008. That's what averages are for. Yeah. Yeah. So of those say average, we do 50 a year, right? Mm-hmm. How do you successfully market those new construction projects, and you've seen it through 15 different years. Yeah. So it's changed. And, yeah, yeah it has about it's changed over changed. the years. Yeah, maybe change, how, go back 15 years, right? How yeah. were you marketing new construction back then? He was in the AOL chat rooms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd go on MySpace. And go <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, I mean, it, you know, back then you would, you know, it, mostly word of mouth. You know, um, you know, newspaper wasn't as strong as it was before then, and internet was just coming out. Is Zillow even around? Do, do you like stand on the corner of like? Five? No, Zillow was not right around. Now. Yeah, Zillow. You, yeah, there was no digital presence really. Right. That's so. crazy. And you had to do a lot more open house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot more. You know, a lot on the street. more helium and balloons than there are today. Exactly. Yep. You had to Boots be all. You had to be f- more flashy mm-hmm. on the street. 
yep. uh, you know, to get that walk by traffic. And, you know, you had to pick up the phone and call your fellow realtors and be like, hey, got this, you know, new project. You guys got to come and check it out. Yep. Brokers opens were really important back then, too. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas these days, brokers opens aren't as so what's a, what's a broker's open because honestly i didn't even know what it was till i kind of got into the real estate game so what is a broker's open to the person that like has no idea sure so it's basically um an open house but focused on the agents in the city the brokerages they usually occur on tuesdays mm. where most of the time the standard had been Doing open houses on the weekend, on the weekend. like Sunday only. It's kind of like really. industry night for like the people working it's at right. B2B stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so you would reach out to all the different brokerages, you know, like uh, uh, Berkshire Hathaway Walnut and Rittenhouse and KW Philly. You'd reach out to everybody and you'd invite them over to your new home mm-hmm. or right. the home that you're launching and you'd supply a nice lunch, yeah. you know, um, and it was really to get together and socialize with your fellow agents that are out there in the city. I mean, we have 1,400 and I think 1,420 agents in the yeah, city of Philadelphia and you would just reach out to all of them. And it, it was, it was a great way just to connect mm-hmm. and, you know, um, network yeah. really. And they were, they had the opportunity then to check out your place. Right. And like those were really popular. Um, do people still do them much today? Or they? they we still do them. Yes, we still invite the brokerages, but you don't get as many people to come to them these days. Um, and I think it's because of the presence of internet. Okay. Sure. You know, a lot of the buyers and a lot of the agents can, you know, just go online and check them all out yeah. and see everything that's available. Um, Speaking of being online now, recently I know the uh, MLS has changed. Yeah. Right. People listen, know with the multiple listing services, but like, what are your thoughts on the new update? Um, I think it's very similar to what we've been using. Mm-hmm. I think it's very similar to Trend. Mm-hmm. Um, in in many in many ways, it's user friendly. Um, you know, having the ability to do home snap and you know do ads directly from it now is, is great. Um, I, I, I find like, that it's not as restrictive. The one thing I like about it too that I was I was actually looking at it today, you can now put links in like mm-hmm. that really like virtual tour links, things like, like that, or something, like, or an animation, yeah. something that's like I know that was a big issue before. Yeah, you used to have to put it in the description mm-hmm. of the. Now you can actually a specific spot for it. Yeah. yeah, well, in trend, I mean, you were able to upload like a link for for a virtual tour, but in bright, it's a little bit easier to navigate mm-hmm. and to see those things. Yeah. And you can now, up, you can now put websites for your projects. That's cool. In the descriptions, like whereas that. you wouldn't be able to before you had to think of creative ways, yeah, you know, yeah. they like block it out like the dot com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess MLS knows, I mean, they're taking notice of what people are doing out there. Yeah. I mean, when would you say that kind of shift happened between doing less in the field physical work and more like digital, let's get the properties up on a website, let's start doing renderings. When did that sort of start to happen? Well, I'm not going to say that the 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 old ways have really disappeared. Sure. You still have to get out there and you still have to hit the streets and you still have to Definitely. do what we've always been doing. It's just with the internet and this marketing uh, where people have, everybody has an iPhone or a, you know, a Samsung Galaxy or something mm-hmm. that they can just access this stuff instantly. So um, the way that we've been able to capture that is through social media. I mean, social media is where really all of the the digital marketing 
is. How many how many times a week do you think you'd post on social media? Like oh. you as a realtor. Um, is it every day? Is it- I don't like to do it every day. Um, if you flood too much out there, you know, it gets a little annoying, yeah. I feel. So, you know, maybe I'll spread it throughout the week and, you know, each each day I might throw out a project or, or two. Yeah. 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 And, and then, uh, you know, with so many different platforms now too, you know, you, you know, internally, well, you know, even myself, I do stuff every day, but it's on different platforms. Like right. maybe one day, you know, I might post something on Instagram and then like the next day I might post something on Facebook mm-hmm. and then, you know, they change it up. So that way it's not, like you said, too annoying or yeah. too, you know, come and I'm, just enough. <laughs> I'm constantly learning and constantly tweaking, you know, the way that, because, you know, some weeks I've found more people are active on Instagram mm-hmm. and then the next week more people are active on Twitter. Yeah. And then the week after that, they're more active on <laughs> Facebook. Like it's it just changes. you got to be everywhere. And, yeah. You run ads through Facebook and all that? Is that? Yes. Okay. Yep. And I've found that the the direct marketing ads on Facebook are best. Um, what does I that, that mean? Like- so um, you, you set up your business account with them and then you can go in and you can target yep. ads. Um versus a boost. Yeah. Gotcha. So there's so boosting posts versus actually boosting posts people. are to, you know, boost, boost it. your yeah. posts, yeah. <laughs> you know, just get it out there we and you have as many people just yeah. look at it and see it as possible. It's not really targeting a specific mm. person that's looking in real estate. We do it more as a way to like get more followers or more Brand people that are same type of people that already follow us. So like, yeah, right. for if, we got a hundred realtors following us. It will connect with other like-minded realtors to right. get them to see our post on their newsfeed. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's what the boosts are for. And then the targeting ads, uh, those actually go to people on Facebook that are looking at real estate. And let's say, you know, they're looking in real estate and a week goes by and they're not really as active. It knows that they were looking and they still are. And it will, you know, circle back up and just put some ads in their in their news feeds and stuff would, like that. It's would, would you say it's it's to specific people that are looking at real estate, not just. Is Facebook the strongest in that regard? Because yes, of probably because just the yeah, just just the amount of people yeah. that are they have all that data on people yeah. right there. <laughs> They're going through you know legal battles right now because of it. So I think right, know, they know everyone's favorite color for sure. For sure. So you, <laughs> and it's blue. It's blue. <laughs> That's definitely something that works. Say that works. Yeah. Um, do you recommend other realtors do that? Yes. Starting out, experienced realtors, veteran realtors. What, what should I spend a week on Facebook? Um, maybe 50 bucks. Okay. Nice. So 10 bucks a day, you know, to kind of promote different listings right. I might have or different projects that are up and coming. Something right. Along those lines. But I think the biggest bang for a new agent's buck to get clients into their pipeline is by doing open houses. Open houses, you will get more buyers that stick because you're there and you're creating that relationship Definitely. with them right there and yeah. then. You know, so uh, that's that's the biggest way that people can start. Yeah, just you know, get out there, get. Yeah, yep, okay. just get out there, do open houses, and don't be afraid to do them during the week. Open houses are not just for Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first got started, I had my first condo building listing. It was the 38 North Front Street, uh, the Wynn building. Um, it was a rehab. Um, and um, 
I just, I did open houses seven days a week. Nice. You know, <laughs> I, I was, I had another job at that time cause I was just breaking into the market right. and, um, I would take an hour lunch. <laughs> you only get a half an hour, <laughs> but I would take an hour lunch and go and do an open house from like 12 to one while other people are on cool. lunch. And there, I mean, you get to walk by traffic. I a mean, lot of granola bars. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, but it's, you know, don't, don't be afraid. And just be, and I'll say this too. If you don't get anybody during your open house on that Tuesday afternoon, don't be afraid to keep going back on Tuesdays. Mm. It only takes one person to walk through that door. That's right. To want to work with you, takes right? Consistency is key. Yes. Something we're trying to do on the podcast this year. Oh, <laughs> so, like, we, had, we actually. So you had a couple last well, year, and then no, you disappeared for people that asked where the podcast went. We did like ten solid episodes in the you know season. You're going to be the second episode, which is on the season, but the first one is actually Asher Roth. Prior to you was on, and uh, you know people will get to see it's just you know we're back at it. It's going to be consistent. Consistency. But consistency mm-hmm. kills, and you know that's what happens. Most people fall off the bandwagon, and shit. We did a little bit on right. this podcast, but it's easy again. to do. <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's easy to do it's easy to get caught up mm-hmm. in what you're doing and you know to to get away from your routine that works routine. it's so easy routine, to, to do what's well, yeah. give me give, that's a good question what's your routine as a real <laughs> what's your routine because everyone's got their own and I'm, I'm me personally i've been struggling to get better at it i'm slowly like, me being here before nine o'clock is a big piece of my routine Woo. which is great <laughs> well i don't follow my own routine right now. So, uh, you know, I, I could try to make up something right what now. Is it? It's a house a week. So tell me what it is. <laughs> well, um, you know, Mondays are usually follow up days from the weekend. So I'll start with the weekend, you know, Saturday and Sunday is when most buyers are wanting to go out and take a look at houses. And the way that I run my listings is I try to sell things pre-construction. Yep. So I meet Every single buyer, every single agent that wants to see them, that makes an appointment, I meet them and I walk them through the property and I show them and I try to paint the picture. Mm -hmm. So that usually takes up Saturday and Sunday because they're spread out throughout the day. They usually start around 10 o'clock and finish Mm -hmm. up usually around five or so. Um, And then Mondays, I'll do the follow up, you know, just hey, how'd the appointment go? What did you guys think? So Mondays are usually. Um, computer work days. Okay. Emailing, yeah. phone calls. Yeah, yeah. Following up, and while I'm there, you know, I'll do some social media posts and mm-hmm. adjust listings just, and yeah. <laughs> you know whatnot. Um, and then Tuesdays, um, I'll go out and check out new construction. Yep. I'll just go around, drive around, nice. take a look at everything. And a, what's a going of- up? Who's doing it? If it's a project that I'm really excited about, I'll stop. Yeah. I'll get out. See, that's what I was going to ask. You're looking at even projects that maybe you don't even have the listings for, but you're looking to bring people to other people's new construction as well. Because I may have a buyer that's – because, you know, yeah. there's there's buyers everywhere. Yeah. And I like to get out and I like to see what other developers are doing and, you know, what how they're finishing them, how they're designing White them. White subway tile for sure. <laughs> White subway <laughs> It's so 2018. <laughs> yeah, get that marble look going. Again. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's exciting to me to do that, yeah. you know, and that's how I kind of got started 
anyway, I, I call it dumpster diving. Like you drive <laughs> yeah, around and you say, see that's like dumpsters some... out, you know, on the street, dumpsters. you know, contractors that are, you know, doing work. So you stop, you get out, you go and you talk with the guys on the site and find out what's going on. And um, that's true hustle right there. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Yep. That's cool. Yep. And there's so much I don't know them all, but yeah, I'm I mean, trying to get to know them all. Um, how can you unless you drive all around and see them? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but and I, I usually try to go to um, neighborhood association meetings, like pick your neighborhood that you like <laughs> and just go and sit and listen and see what's going on. See how everyone's ruining the neighborhoods. Right? <laughs> while we're on neighborhoods. That I don't understand. While we're on neighborhoods, I, I want to know, because I, I think I know what your favorites are, but what are your three top favorite neighborhoods in Philly right now? So right now, I I really love Fishtown. Yeah. Fishtown is awesome. Yeah. Um, Port Richmond Ooh. is another one. Um, so there's a lot, a lot, lot going to be happening up there. Oh, yeah. So over the next year, two years, there's going to be there's going to be a shakeup there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Um, and, you know, probably Point Breeze. Cool. Yeah. And you Very said, cool. and what's interesting to me is you said a year and two years. Like, So you're bullish on the market like we are. Like you don't think it's stopping? No. Yeah. No, it's never going to stop. The market might dip a little. It might flatten out. Um, but, I mean, you've seen it for 15 years. So. Philadelphia is a city that maintains itself. Mm-hmm. Um we don't see the large scale 25, 30% increase in pricing across the board. Right. You might get that in one or two neighborhoods here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, you know, 2007, 2008, the last market crash. Right. Well, not crash, but lull. Um, you would see some of the neighborhoods would be down like 1%, but others would be at 3%, where the <laughs> year prior to that, they were 6% up. Wow. So it's not yeah, cuz Philadelphia I, I don't think that, feels That's why I like Philly because you can go a mile north and it's like yeah. drastically different and that mile right. north could be on the Broad Street line back south down at Correct. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do that in DC. Right. <laughs> I mean it's do you guys, 45 minutes on a train before you notice it. Right. You know? Let's push that further. Why does Philly work compared to DC or New York as a real estate developer? It's an undervalued city. That's that's number one. Definitely. Um, we're between mm-hmm. D.C., New York City. Yeah. You're on Amtrak. Yep. You can get to either one very quickly. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper to buy here than it is in those two cities. Yep. And I, that's Even why if I, you are commuting and sp- that dollar spent yeah. yep. on the train, you're still saving. And you can have an, a big, beautiful home. Yeah. With parking. <laughs> with parking. Yeah, I, you know, Sometimes. And, and the interesting thing, obviously, you know, you know, the cat's out. We didn't win Amazon, right? But no, you know, you know but you know me. Like I, I don't think it's anything happens until I see a shovel in the ground these days, sure. right? After right. what I've seen happen on projects, and just people like, oh, it's about to happen, and it just goes away. But um, you know, I think the fact that we're in between where Amazon decided to split their headquarters is actually massive for Philly. It's I think better. it's actually it's better, and it's going to allow continued growth here in the city because there's a ton of people that already commute to New York that live here. Yes. And I only think that's going to, you know, drive more people to come and move here to want to, you know, all right, well, I'm living here and I'm commuting down South three times a week or I'm commuting up to New York every day. Yes. I, I, and you know, obviously New York and and DC, those areas, well, it's Virginia, but 
there's a lot more areas around Philadelphia besides just those two, you know, major areas. You know? Exactly. And you have, and I know, Ryan, you know, your past, I, I read, you know, you came from Pittsburgh, right? So, yeah. Well, sure. if you're within a three-hour <laughs> radius of Pittsburgh, you're from Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I grew up about an hour north, uh, Butler County, um, and uh, grew up in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad had horses that he would train, and he was, he was a police officer. So he he would um, train horses and stuff on the side. He had Tennessee Walker horses, and yeah. and I would help you know bale the hay and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, I would I had hay fever pretty bad, oh so I was constantly sneezing and oh, you know uh, yeah. But it was fun. What's wrong? I mean, with him? It, all yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, to get that experience and then to come to Philadelphia, um, the big city, mm-hmm. I just I, I love both. You know, I do. Yeah. The, the thing that I like about Philly now, especially, you know, I came here in 08 when I went to college and uh, everyone would leave. Yeah. Everyone was leaving. Like, I'm moving back to Jersey. I'm going back to New York. I'm moving out to Chicago. I'm going out to D.C. Like, now people are fucking staying. Yeah. Like, a lot of people are a staying. A lot of people. And, and people are moving here because I just put out an ad for a construction office administrator and I got 25 applicants in almost 24 hours. And they are people that... We're living in Colorado that moved to Philly or people from Jersey that are now in Philly and people mm-hmm. from New York that are now in Philly. I'm like, what the fuck is going it's on? It's a top place. People yes. Are at it. I mean, yeah, it, we're con- we're continuing to grow and we will. Yeah. You know, we have room to grow. Yeah. yeah. A uh, lot of it. And, you know, getting back to this Amazon thing too. I mean, we still have quite a bit of warehouse space here mm-hmm. that would be easy to be distribution centers. Yeah. I mean, they did just open up a deliver your package type place down mm-hmm. in, in the city, which really? is interesting. Yeah, they did on, uh, was it 25th or 24th and South? Yeah. Wow. You can, yeah, somewhere so, down there. So the, everyone was like, oh, the package yeah, thieves are out of a job now. <laughs> you just get delivered <laughs> there and pick it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, and I, I see those, those kinds of things popping up around. Um, like I, I know a project that you guys helped um, design the marketing materials for Fishtown Station, mm-hmm. um, the the developer there is going to be putting in, you know, an, an Amazon lockbox. Yeah. You know, so, you know, most people are getting deliveries from Amazon. I'm and just surveying a place that that's where an they're Amazon gonna go. locker in their plans. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. very common now. Yep. Um, I'm just going to go back to my questions list to stay a little bit on track. Sure. Why well, um, do that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna this out at this point. Um, I love these conversations about Philly. I feel like we should keep talking about that a little bit more. Maybe about what's next yeah. in a little bit. I mean, we see a lot of master plans. We see a lot of plans out in University City. What are you seeing on the boots on the ground, new construction, trending as we go into 2019 and years after that? Well, um, new projects that you're going to see coming out in Port Richmond, uh, there's some massive stuff. Yep. Um, Define massive for the, the listeners. 122 unit development. Okay. Um, stacked townhomes mm. uh, with parking. It's a, an entire city block. An entire block. <laughs> an entire <laughs> city block. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Sienna Place in South Philly. No. Sounds uh, familiar. Yeah, yeah down Where on Heart Ramp. That's on Heart Ramp? Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't know the exact is address. Is it the one they were building? It's newer. Um, they're doing a lot down there the last couple of years. Yeah. So basically it'll be uh, the buildings will be on the perimeter of the block. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of the block 
is where the parking will be, and there will be a huge grass park area in the middle of it. Nice. Similar to Blair, kind of. Uh, I mean, obviously, scale not down. a larger scale. A lot, yeah. lot larger, but I mean, we take the concept of kind of a small community of townhomes. Mm-hmm. We put parking mm-hmm. off the street, mm-hmm. and then we put a green space in there. Yes. Just kind of simple, check the box. Mm-hmm. Would you say that more projects are including those now? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I mean, People are being more mindful of green space, garden space, it's nice. outdoor space. Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. What about commercially? You know, I know you do a lot in the residential sector, but a lot of your clients that we've worked together with have that ground floor commercial space. Yes. Um, how do you work with commercial buyers or commercial tenants? And then moving forward, like what kind of commercial tenants might be coming to Philly? Small scale. So commercial isn't my specialty. Okay. So um, let's well, just I, throw that shit. Throw it out. <laughs> Vanilla box. I, 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 I usually <laughs> refer, you know, commercial out to, you know, uh, another agent okay. that is, you know, more familiar with it. All right. Easy so, yeah. Um, I do know that the the projects that I'm involved in uh, in Fishtown, mm-hmm. um, along the North Front Street corridor and the Frankfurt Avenue corridor, they're looking for more high-end restaurants. Okay. And, you know, in the building that you guys helped us with um, – it's about a 5,000 or 6,000 square foot restaurant yeah, space, yeah. and we haven't found a tenant yet, mm-hmm. but we want that high-end, high-scale restaurant there. Got it. Um, it couldn't be a better location. Philly's I mean, you're right around the corner. Like, William O'Haren and Sons is right there, yeah, and yeah, Frankfurt Hall is right there. I mean, that's where all the stuff is. There's definitely, Soraya is, yeah. is over that way. There's so. definitely more cool commercial spots that have come yeah. up. Yeah, and try and make a reservation at those places. You can't. Yeah. You can't. You know, you're weeks out before you can get in. Yeah. So there's a demand there, and that's that's yeah. what we want going on there. So real residential, commercial, all different types of real estate. I know you may not be dealing with it. What do you see as the next big thing for real estate? Is it technology influencing it more, like with social media? Yeah. I mean, maybe I'd, I'd like to, you know, what I'd like to understand from you, Ryan, is like, I want you to talk a little bit. I know you're with Space and Company, but I want mm-hmm. your opinion and, and what you think with these new brokerages that are coming out. There's new concepts to new real estate brokerages. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, what what are your thoughts on, you know, the, the digital broker, as I guess I'd call it? Yeah. You know, what, what are your thoughts on that? So, I think, I mean, you're always going to need that person to help you and guide you through the process yeah. to buy a house with one click online. <laughs> it's been done. <laughs> I think, I'm, well, yeah. And how did those turn out? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you need somebody to help you understand the contract, yep. the processes, you know, the, the little nuances, how to turn your electric on, how to turn your electric on, <laughs> how to, yep, exactly. You need, you need somebody to, to hold it's a it's the biggest purchase that you're going to make in your life. Yep. Like I mean a car, you know, doesn't even cost as much as the house that you're going to buy. Mm-hmm. So you need that help. You need that helping hand. How important, you know, how important is that relationship when it's pre-construction and you're just going like it's trust, it's renderings, it's plans, it's we're going to have this building done by this date cuz someone might be moving out of their house right. into a new city. 
Right. So how do you, I mean, I would be sweating if I was in your position. It's, you have to have the expectations set yeah. at that first initial meeting and, and just keep following up with the expectations through the process. That's good. How, I mean, you, I guess you would talk what, once a week at least to a prospective home buyer that's buying something. At least, at least that, yeah. if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're not constantly visiting the site, but you're constantly updating. You know where we are the in steps. the process. You know what what's next in the process. Are you really involved with the developer? In yeah. That regard, oh yeah. Um, I I like to be. You are hands on. What you guys are. Yeah. You're you know. Hands-on. You you know a one stop shop. I yep. like to identify the land. Mm-hmm. I like to go through what can be built on the land. Work with you guys, like with the design of the the house. Mm-hmm. You know where bedrooms go, where the staircases go. Right. Where the windows are. Surprising how many people don't get it right. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I mean, if you're facing, if you're in, you know, Fishtown and you have a lot that's facing south, you want to maximize the view of what your skyline is mm-hmm. going to be, yeah. like the view of the skyline. You want to maximize, you want to be thoughtful of all those things. Yeah. Right. And that's why I like to be part of that process. Yeah. And then beyond that, with the finish selections, we have an in-house interior designer that we pass our pallets through, you know, what tile we choose, what countertops we choose, mm-hmm. what hardwood floors we choose, you know, to make sure that we're on trend, if not, right. you know, advancing the yeah, trend. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's one thing I love about meeting at your office is that one conference room that just has all the materials in it. Our think tank. Your think tank. I like <laughs> yep. that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Do we have a think tank here? I, I think we're in it. I think it's efficient. We are in the think um, tank. So I, I think the other thing too, I, I do want to wrap it up. I want to keep these, you know, episodes as, as efficient as possible. You know, Ryan, yeah. what, you know, what do you, what do you think? Like, I, I know you said consistency is key, but mm-hmm. consistency is key with everything. What's like? Give me like a, like a like a tip. Like, do you, that you would just give like. Hi, Ryan. Like, I, I think I want to get into real estate. Like, wh- where do you direct somebody? Like, wh- what should they start doing besides well, going to open house? Have a savings account. <laughs> Be yeah, prepared, real, right? Because I think he's the you're, third realtor to say that to us. Yeah. On this like, you can't, like, you can't start it for real unless you have some capital behind you, right? Correct. Yeah. I mean, Gotta e- expect to not have your first sale transaction for a year. I was just going to guess I love 12 that. months. So you say it a little louder. <laughs> I will turn it up on when we edit it. So not to have your first sales transaction for a year. Don't At least it. a year. So then you need a box of granola bars mm-hmm. and go out on your lunch break. Yep. And a lot of PB and J. A lot of a I, lot of I, spaghetti I ready on thing. hand. Like, I love how real and authentic that is because it's like, oh, come to the real estate school, take your class online. It's like you think all of a sudden you're gonna start making two and a half, three percent commissions on everything mm-hmm. you're selling, like it's free money, but it's fucking hard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the numbers just came out from last year to this year. Last year, there were about 1,560 real estate agents in the city of Philadelphia. This year, there are 1,420, wow. somewhere around in there. Those to those 80. Those people drop yeah. off. I mean, it's, or they, they move? You think, or you think they just. No. Uh, you know, they're not prepared to. Yeah. They're not prepared for the long haul. I mean, it's like 6% you know, of people. It's like, yeah, you know, go to the school, get your license. You know, I'll hang your license with us. You'll get your first leads within weeks of being here, you know, and you'll be, you know, often running, you know, you'll have a transaction once a month. 
Mm-hmm. And in most cases, that's not it. I mean, you have to be willing to put in the work and the time. And I'll tell you one thing that sets our brokerage apart from, you know, the tried and true to the brand new ones that mm. are just out here. Yeah. We have one of the best training programs that a new agent can possibly think of getting. Space yeah. and company. Space and company. Okay. Uh, we have our broker, Bridget. She is the best in the city, in my opinion. She and you've looked around. Because, I mean, you've been here 15 years. So I've been like, 15 years. You're not being biased, though, I, right? No. I mean, I've been approached by a lot of brokerages around the city oh, that wanted yep. to bring me on board with them. And yeah, I mean, they're closing a week. Why? I want, you want to come on board here? Come on board here. We'll bring it but, in the house. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and you just, you know, you take a deeper look into them and you just, you know, you see, you know, there's a lot of promises made that aren't kept. Yeah. yeah. You know, not, not that they don't want to keep those promises or, you know, have the, the intentions to keep those, you know, it just, you know, you over promise. Yeah. But you know, the, the training program that we have is like an eight week long training program. It's like Navy SEAL school. Yeah, it is really, (laughs) it is. And you know, our broker is hands on. She's at those training meetings and giving her advice. I mean, she's been in the business, you know, for a little bit longer than I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and she went to uh, college for real estate. She worked for, you know, a global um, commercial real estate company right out of college, mm-hmm. um, you know, helping them. Uh, what is it? I think it was GMH. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a lot of um, student housing around the country. And she was in jets flying all over the wow. place. And wow. she knows what's going on. She knows the business and she's constantly thinking of new ways and, and adapting to the market. That's cool. the biggest key. You got to adapt I hear to passion. where the market's passionate. Going. I hear passion in Bridget. Yeah. And just yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah that's yeah. hard. You got to have a lead yeah. that's passionate for sure to make it, exactly. make it worthwhile. Exactly. You can't have, you know, a CEO of a company, you know, be like, oh, I'll wake up the next day and we'll figure out what we're doing today. <laughs> I you sometimes have a feel plan. like that. <laughs> I do that sometimes. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Ryan. Well, no, we, we appreciate you coming on. You know, I think uh, the listeners will get a lot of nuggets out of this one. Definitely a lot of value. I hope so. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a you know, lot more in my head that I could share with you, so I'd be happy to come back anytime. Hell yeah. We'll have you back. Episode yeah. two. Episode, <laughs> or another episode. Episode, episode 2.1. Yeah, yeah. 2.1. <laughs> but no, we will definitely have you back. Uh, maybe maybe we'll have you back mid-year because we're doing 42 yeah. episodes this year. Oh. So at least, yeah. It's, oh, it's, that's, it's, on, uh, it's on the rocks. That's, a, that's aggressive. It's, it's not one a week, but heard it's, it here, folks. Yeah, it's 42. We're getting, I get, well, you um, got, you know, 10. We're, but we're, we bring on everyone around the industry, right? So like, we'll have lawyers on, we'll have mm-hmm. brokers on, we'll have uh, builders on, developers yeah. Um, architects, you know, so we, we want to bring on people that have a different perspective mm-hmm. around the real estate industry. And then also, you know, we love having guys like yourself that have built the business around right. it too. It's not, you know, not per se, it's not a real, you know, it, it's, it, it can be an insurance. We've had insurance yeah. brokers on it. Sean Mooney from Mooney Insurance Brokers on. Um, Jeff. Jeff from Legacy Capital does hard money financing. So we've had people in the past that, you know, just surround the industry, which is really cool to see everyone's different perspective and, and teach, you know, just educate the, uh, Everybody. Yeah, really great one to hear would be to have a zoning attorney in here we, uh, and talk about the zoning. It's coming. She will be here. Her and yeah. her brother. <laughs> a, lot <laughs> of people, a lot of people need to understand those codes. Yep. yep. So, all right, right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you.
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you wouldn't mind sharing this with someone, it would mean the world to us. You can reach out to us at thenewhowpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. And we really hope you got a lot of value out of this episode that you're going to put towards your business and real estate endeavors.